For years, the norm for a job has been permanent full or part-time employment. But recently, more and more people are beginning to take on a variety of short-term jobs, also known as gigs. These include things like freelancing, temp jobs, jobs in the sharing economy, and more. All of these different jobs form something called the gig economy. The gig economy is beginning to take up a larger portion of the workforce, and studies show no sign of it slowing down. This is partially due to the evolution of technology. It's hard to say exactly how the rise of the gig economy will affect and change the future of the job market, but we do know that both companies and workers will need to continue to adapt to what he called growing worker insecurity. He said growing worker insecurity has the effect that workers are too intimidated to ask for better wages, uh, to go on strike, to ask for benefits, and the result is we can maintain what was called the great moderation, the low inflation, high profits, and so on. Yeah, that's part of it, and the gig economy is an aspect of that. As you say, it's a precarious life. It's not a life of security, and therefore it's a life in which you don't organize together to defend and extend your rights. You just try to survive. Now there's a group that doesn't, namely the owners. They organize, they struggle, they control the political system. And what you see is the developments we've seen in the last generation. Extremely high concentration of wealth, stagnation or decline for a large part of the population, undermining of democratic institutions. Biden will gingerly mention, oh, you know, corporate greed. He's not going to go after these companies. Why? Because his main focus right now and the Democratic Party's main focus right now is fundraising for the midterms. So you can't bite the hand that feeds you. His donors are the ones price gouging. You motherfucker, you motherfucker. And I think the compromise that uh, they came up with, if implemented, will make Biden the most progressive president uh, since FDR. It did not have, needless to say, But why do you call him milk toast then? I mean, he's milk toast because he still is tied to Wall Street. He's got crimes of foreign policies that Saudi Arabia is mistreating the Yemenite folk. Israeli crimes against the Palestinians. He's not going to say a word about. And look, he's in town right now. We just had the people's summit, as you know. I know. Right across from him, right? We had the summit of the American. With Latin America, we are on the cutting edge of human rights. We USA in Latin America on the cutting edge of human rights. Have you, when I mean you, the CIA? the United States government, or any foreign power, what right do you have to do what you do in other countries? National security interests. But that's a divine right, isn't it? Because the people that you do it to have no say in it. Well, that's just tough. We are going to protect ourselves, and we're going to go on protecting ourselves because we end up protecting all of you. And let's not forget that. No, I won't. We'll intervene whenever we decide it's in our national security interest to intervene. And if you don't like it, lump it. Get used to it, world. We're not going to put up with nonsense. And if our interests are threatened, we're going to do it. If you make wise judgments relative to constraints, princi- principles can be 
compromised, but the principles are still retained. Once you have very little principles, it's all about power, all about manipulation, all about spectacle, all about image. That's very much what American politics is about these days in both parties. Joe Biden. It's on me to say, hey, I'm going to take out my dick and put it on the chicken. Right. And I say, you do that one more time. Joe Biden. I will fucking kill you. Yeah. And Good I for was, you. I was really fucking mad about that. I don't blame you. I thought. And I, I told Joe Biden. You ever do that to me one more time, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us. And he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. So a lot has happened here recently. Um, let's see, I was sick for a while. I had a very bad throat, so that's why I didn't record. Plus, now that my sister is off, um, I'm a little self-conscious. Uh, recording. I don't want her to hear all the crazy spout, although she kind of knows. Um, let's see what's happening. The great abortion debate is still continuing. I don't understand why they would do it so close to an election. Um, it bothers me. It's like, what are they doing? Why... It's like, okay, I've said it time and time before. And in fact, I talked about um, abortion a while ago when they were in the process of doing it or whatever the whatever it was. Um, I, and what I've said time and time again, that it's two heads of the same snake. So are they in cahoots to try to get whoever the next Democrat going to be um, elected. That's what I think. Because there's no reason why they would do it so close to an election, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, um, there's going to be a lot of unrest about it. I'm pro-choice, but um, I had to put my cat down Uh about a month, two months ago, and uh, I cried, and I still cry um, in bed sometimes because he used to sleep right next to me, and, and it's and it's very sad. So although I'm pro-choice, I have to say I don't know if I would um, ask for my significant other or whoever I got pregnant for an abortion I don't know if I could live with that. Um, not saying it's a, not saying. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just, it's weird. Is that is that a weird thing to say? Being pro-choice, but yet not sure if they would be able to um, have their other have an abortion. Is that weird? Um, I think what people need to do is, I mean, I know what I would do and what I would do, I would get here. Here's what you need to do. Here's what, here's what needs to happen, folks. 
Do you remember the movie Godfather? In the movie Godfather. I know it's old. I know it's not Kenobi. I know it's not Star Wars or Marvel. But there was a time when movies were really good. Um, so in this movie, The Godfather, there's a scene where um, I can't remember what character, but they wake up to a bloody horse head in bed. Now, all these fucked up backyard abortions, hear me out now, mail them to your local Congress, or who was it, Supreme Court. Mail your dead fetuses to the Supreme Court. Shock and all them. Put your dead fetus on their doorstep. Can we have that on a sign? Uh, what would be a good chant for that? Um, hey ho, hey ho, dead babies on curb steps. You got a show? That's a little bleak. What What was funny was Obama... I seen on Reddit. Obama said something a lot. You know what? What? Uh, what? What did? What the? F- Let me pause this. All right. This is what his little tweet today. The Supreme Court not only reversed nearly fifty years of precedent, it relegated the most intensely personal decision someone can make to the whims of politicians and not ideologicals, whatever that word is, attacking essentially freedoms of millions of Americans. Okay, you could have fucking, you could have made it a law. You could have put it in the Constitution. You could have made it an amendment or whatever the fuck, dude. You could have, you know, did something. But you don't, you don't. Um, I think, thankfully, I haven't seen anybody post that. And if they do, they're absolutely an idiot. Um, You think he cares about kids? Remember, he drone-striked a U.S. civilian in Yemen, a 16-year-old. I think it was Yemen. Yeah, um, he was 16. And you know what? It, yeah. 16, uh, Ab, Abdullaham Anwar al-Awaki. Al, al- yeah, Obama fuck Obama. He literally was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking let's go." Um, so he so and and not to mention all the young children, babies that were killed, all the civilians. What about them? You don't care about kids, dude. You don't fucking care about kids. Don't get me started, you fucking piece of shit. That's all you are. So, horse heads, a.k.a. fetuses, what you need to do is mail them or whatever. I know that's probably a little illegal. Or just send them fucking pictures, dude. How about that? Can we just send them pictures at the very least? But, um, wouldn't it be funny... If Trump came back to run as a Democrat, because 
we all know when he ran as a Republican, he it was kind of like, okay, yeah, you're a Republican, sure. He was trying to just fit in. But what if he swapped sides? Because we know he has no alliance. I mean, I would say that he does, he he wants to win. It's all about him. Not necessarily saying that's a bad thing, but I mean, all those politicians want to win, and it's all about them. It's all about greasing their pockets. So, what if he ran as a Democrat, a pro-abortion Democrat? People would lose their goddamn minds. And then he reinstates Roe v. Wade and then puts it in the Constitution or whatever the fuck makes it amendment. That would be absolutely killer. I don't see it happening, but that would be the most hilarious fucking twist of the century. And if this weird simulation allows that to happen, I'll be happy. I will be happy because it'll piss off everybody. The Democrats would be like, we got to vote for who now? And the Republicans, all the all the um, pro-Trump, Q-obsessed um, people would be like, what? He He's team Hillary now. Hillary eating babies, even though, you know. It would be hilarious. It would be hilarious if... I don't think... I don't... I don't know. I, I, I mean, most... I would think most women that have pro-choice also aren't having abortions. Population of women who've had an abortion. Let's see. Abortion is a common nearly one in four. So a quarter, so 23.7. So one out of every four women has had an abortion. Oh, okay, that's... Okay, that's a little more common than I, I was thinking. Maybe like one out of six, whatever that worked out to. But interesting, interesting. I don't know why. I mean, they need to conquer and divide. I mean, COVID's over, really. Nobody cares about COVID. I mean, I still see some people walking around with like gas masks on. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Chill with that shit. If you haven't got it, I don't think I've got it. Who, you know, let's relax now. It's three years ago. Who should? Who cares, dude? Who cares? Are people still holding it down for the AIDS epidemic? Even though there's like a pill you can take. What if that was? What if that was still a thing? Like there's some crazy ass guy that's. Oh, I can't go out. AIDS is about. Um. Is about. <laughs> um, let's see. What else did I write down on my fucking phone? Oh, yeah. So, what bothers me, it's funny. On Reddit, and that's, and I'm, and I'm mostly on Reddit. That's my social media of choice because you can tailor it more towards your wants because on facebook i just see um for a while and it's still going on is stranger things and i don't i don't need that in my life i don't care about it you know it um if you look into it it's about project montauk and eh, maybe i'm crazy but when it's loosely based on 
kidnapping of kids. It's kind of not my thing. That's why I don't like Euphoria. It's what hot young kids fucking. I've I've talked to somebody about it, and they're like, "Yeah, and a fucking dad fucks one of the teenagers." I'm like, "Oh, cool, yeah, I want to watch that." Um, Big Mouth, same thing. I'm like, "It's it's gross. I don't want to see even in those cartoon. I don't I don't want to see that." No, no, not for me. Um, yes, I'm sick of fucking, I don't know who, some fucking, I'm sure he's like, uh, what, what is, he's like that head president of the D&D and he's like, got, he's like a rocker and he has metal hair and he's making some fucking hand movement and I'm sure, and I'm sure, um, it's hilarious. I'm sure it's a hilarious scene where where the kids are like, "Oh my God, it's it's Randy the the D and D guy. Oh my God, Randy makes all the noises that that the monsters make, all them bugaboos. Oh my God, Randy, can you make the fucking raptor snaggle demagog demagogin? And he's just like. something like that and they're like hee 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 he, it's so funny I'm just like I don't is it is it funny is it really funny that a dude screeched and pretended to be a monster I don't I don't know I don't have time I don't have time I mean I finally watched the boys and that's more or less I like it because it's a it's a satire on capitalism. It's a satire on American imperialism. It's a good political commentary on what it would be if America was able to make superheroes. And I've read the books, so you know. And I'm a fan of Garth Ennis, so you know. Preacher, Punisher, um, other ones that I can't think of off the top of my head. What did, what else did he make? He made uh, uh, Hellblazer. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, what else did he make? You get it. Um. What the hell? Did you know that Obama and Biden helped a soft coup, helped the 2014 Ukraine election? Now, I'm not saying that if you helped put somebody, if you helped form a government, an overthrow in a government, you wouldn't want um, it to change in eight years. But, you know, it, if you look at it, it's all about um, the, the trade agreement, the, the, um, 
Let me pause it real quick. Yes. So I was right. The World Trade Organization. And there's a really great, wonderful podcast called Congressional Dish. If you really want to learn about kind of the weird, shady um, things that's happened in, in this Ukraine ordeal, and especially about where the money goes and how it's more, you know, the aid, I think it's only like 10% is going towards like stuff that I would be for, which is like housing and, and helping get them out of there. And most of it's going to be um, shipment of guns, um, private military. You know, we've been training their military. Um I don't know. It's uh, this whole thing is bad. I was never a fan of it. And it and it bothers me when people are so blindly pro something. And I'm I'm clear I'm I'm pro war too, you know. I, as soon as they announced I immediately bought Raytheon and Halberd and every time they say uh javelin missile my penis gets erect because I know my stock is going up. Because, hey, if I'm going to be pro-war, hey, if I'm going to support the war in Ukraine and Ukraine winning, why not make a buck out of it like the politicians? Is that a bad guy? Am I a bad guy for wanting to profit off the war, profit off the dead Russians and Ukrainians? And the funny thing is, they like to say how Ukraine is kicking Russia's ass. Dude, chill with that. How many times in this podcast do I have to talk about how the media lies to you and tells you and in, in, in its propaganda? Do you really think we've been afraid of Russia for how long? If you really thought they didn't have great technology. People are like, they're still sending stuff from the Cold War. They got guns from World War II. <laughs> it's like, if that if they have all this shitty technology that hasn't been upgraded, do you think we'd be afraid of them for years? And if so, if that is the case, why are we still afraid of them? If they, if they have... 40-year-old technology just because I have some nukes. Remember remember, remember that, that article when it was like, a tiny little nuke is okay. A tiny little cute explosion is okay. And if you just think a tiny, a tiny little nuclear war is adorable. Just a little nuke you can put in your back pocket. Wouldn't it be cool if we all could carry a little nuke in our back pocket and every time we just flick the wrist and it just explodes a little guy? Isn't that cute? Isn't that nice? What the fuck are we doing here, people? Now, at least some people are kind of waking up. But if you say, hey, I'm not really into this war, then then you're a bad guy. And I'm not really into this war. But hey, if I'm, hey, is it wrong to make a buck, though? I'm not in, I'm not really pro-war, but I'm going to make some money off of it because fuck it. Why not? If everybody else, if you want to be pro-war and you want to cheer it on, that's cool. Can I not be and make a buck? 
because I think it's dumb if you're going to sit here and clap and cheer every time they send money and not your money if you believe that ta- your taxes actually go to pay for things like that, which is funny. But I'm an MMT or modern monetary theory. Look it up. Um, but if you think it's okay to clap and cheer every time we send money and it's bad for me to sit back and just make money on the war on dead children and dead people, I'm the bad guy. I'll be the bad guy. But then also realize that that's all this is about is making money off of murder. Can you make that little hula hoop? Can you jump through that loop? Hmm? Probably fucking not. Because you people don't understand things correctly. Now, because of all the blockades and the not trying to support Russia, we get a lot of agricultural, a lot of wheat comes out of those two places. And that has a lot to do with the food, the rising cost of food. Because wheat and grains feed a lot of things, not just humans. And it goes into a lot of products. Your Cheez-Its, I'm pretty sure there's wheat in there. God help me when people can't have their Cheez-Its. <sighs> It's going to be a bad day in America. I tell you what. I tell you what. You know, I work part-time in a grocery store because we all have to have second and third jobs. And we all got to be part of the gig economy. You heard the gig economy in the beginning of the intro, right? The gig economy. The slowly picking away and replacement of having a good job. Why have a good job? Why just have one job? Spice it up. Get three. Get three jobs with no benefits. Doesn't that sound fun? Get three. Oh, I th- auto pitch is still on. <laughs> I bet I sound a little retarded. Um, get three jobs. Three jobs is better than one job. Wouldn't you rather have work Would you want 40 hours at one place? Or would you rather like 65 between three jobs and you can like see different things and do different things and not get paid well? The gig economy. It's funny because it sounds kind of cool. It's like, yeah, I'm going to my gig. I'm going to, yeah, after this gig, I got another gig. It makes you sound like a musician and, and, who gets more music? Who gets more pussy than musicians? I'll tell you what, politicians. And guess what? It's not legal. <laughs> oh man, what are we doing here? Slowly devolving into a weird conspiracy podcast. But if you really look into it, eh. have you ever watched the soft white underbelly? See, that was a reason why I can't, I mean, I don't, Soft White Underbelly, if you don't know, is is a YouTube um, channel where a lot of uh, um, destitute, not well-off people tell you a little bit about their backstory. It'll be like a, 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 a 
somebody, a, a homeless meth addict, and they're like, yeah, I kind of got molested um, by my parents, and then I tried to get them in trouble, but then the judge molested me, and now I can't. I really just take heroin to process all my emotions, and now I'm just dead inside, and I suck cock for heroin, and... You know, I can't trust anyone because my parents molested me. I tried to go to the authorities. Then the judge found out, and then he molested me. So I guess all, I, all I'm good for is sucking cock and and trying to bury sucking cock with a heroin habit. And I just really want to die, but I don't have the strength to kill myself because I, I have a little glimmer of hope that things will get better but if you look at it things are just getting worse i'm it's getting worse every and it's not like my life is getting worse everyone's getting everyone's life is getting worse so because of the bar is getting lowered it makes me feel better because now more and more people are on my level and they're realizing what absolute insanity we live in these days and if everyone gets on my level and the one percent just kind of stays at their current level maybe then only then will we fucking kill them all and burn them alive and that's kind of like uh an interview from the soft white underbelly so you watch that more than enough so you watch that often and then you realize you can't really like things at least for me i really can't like things and i always go back to the mask singer because it really baffled me at work when the guy's like yeah big plans tonight huh. i'm uh i'm uh we're, we're doing the mask singer and uh my wife and I we make a big bowl of buttery popcorn. Actually, a big bowl of buttery Cheez-Its. We put butter on Cheez-Its and extra salt. And then we watch The Masked Singer. And we raise our cholesterol and diabetes and blood sugar and blood pressure. And my eye begins to twitch my foot slowly becomes numb and it's a good time and that's what i'm doing tonight and i'm pumped i'm pumped because nothing makes you feel more alive is when you're almost dead <laughs> dead diabetes foot comes back to life and it's like why the fuck are you telling me this you're fucking pumped that sounds uh, like a horrible life. And they're like, yeah, because have you seen the way things are happening in America? They're not good. They're not good at all. But my dead foot coming back to life makes me hope that this dead, this slowly dying, decaying economy with crumbling infrastructure that the infrastructure bill didn't really do shit for it, put a Band-Aid on what can only be described as a crumbling building. They put one Band-Aid on the Hoover Dam that has 20,000 holes, and they patched one. They put a Band-Aid on the Hoover Dam, 
and not a water-resistant one, so it'll be gone in like two days. Have you ever showered with a Band-Aid on? It just slides right off. So now the Hoover Dam doesn't even have one Band-Aid, and that's what the infrastructure. Did you know that a lot of good, clean energy is made by burning fossil fuels? Did you know that a lot of good, clean energy can only be made through the process of petroleum-based products. Did you know that burning natural gas to then do whatever it did, it was a while ago that I listened to about it, doing whatever it did to make like turbines go... That's what's happening. (laughs) What the fuck is happening, man? Do you remember the Disney store? We used to have a Disney store, and I'll tell you what, that was magical. That was, see, the Disney store to a poor person is Disneyland. At least my Disney store was. (laughs) Because they had, like, it wasn't even animatronics. It was just, like, statues that, like, tilted back and forth and rotated. There was like a wall of TVs and a, like and then a mountain of plushies. And if you looking back on it, I wonder why it went away cuz now Disney is more is bigger than ever. And why don't they bring the Disney stores back? Maybe that maybe they're around The closest Disney store near me. Let's see where the closest. Oh, Michigan isn't even an option. So I would have to go to Ohio. Monroe. What the fuck is Monroe on Ohio? Why don't they have Disney stores? What? What happened? to but seriously uh, the Disney store why are they closing the closing doesn't affect so it wants to focus on e-commerce fuck you Disney you make so much goddamn money you can't you can't open a di- you can if you fucking opened a store in a dying mall you fucking sick fucks that would regenerate re-energize it it would it would fucking bring some jobs back it would stimulate the economy but no e-commerce where less people get to touch things i guess in a world of covid you don't want people to touch things but i live back in the year 2000 when a poor child goes into a disney store and it's the closest thing they'll ever get to disneyland just like the florida project (laughs) have you seen the florida project it's brilliant you're not allowed to film in disney world it's about poor people poor children living in a fucking motel it's really sad it's really like real life and 
they live right out front of the pearly gates and they can't get in because they're poor. And it's, and it's a brilliant take on what's happening in this world. And you're going to take those, those, the feeling those poor children could have got if they went to the Disney store and seen Pinocchio on a, on a fucking, uh, uh, jungle gym going up and down. You're going to take away my feeling of, of fucking Beauty and the Beast statue twirling around. You're going to take away my memory of Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Pinocchio is the most fucked up Disney movie. Dude, it's seriously about child trafficking. Look into it. That's all I'm saying. They we take the kids and they don't come back as boys. <laughs> what the fuck is that about? That's all I'm saying. What the fuck is that about? They're remaking it. Fuck that, dude. I the day mm, they bet they need to leave Lilo and Stitch alone, dude. That's all I'm saying. I don't need a live action Disney. I don't need a live action Stitch, dude. I don't need more Stitch kids running around. I don't need a Stitch kid to bite me in the leg when all of us kids are snuggling under a fucking slide because it's like negative 20 and we got to go outside because we went buck wild one time and locked the goddamn teacher out of a room and we're dancing on tables and we were the only people locked out when it's like negative 20 out. Because it's Michigan and it can get cold. But a Disney store is fucking amazing. It was amazing. I feel like I went to one like 10 years ago. And it was just not. There was no statues moving. There was there was like. Oh, I feel like it may have been a projector. And not a wall of TVs and maybe, maybe because I was so young, but, and then I was, I went from being like seven to like 22, but in that span of time, technology just became something great. I don't know. I wonder what happened to him, dude. If I could fucking have a fucking, uh, Oliver and Company, dude, post it up, like, on the ceiling. That would be dope, because that's one of my favorite movies, and it gets hardly any love. And that, why should I worry? Why should I care? But the Disney store, oh, I tell you what, it was a magical time. They had every they had everything a child wanted. One hundred and one Dalmatians. The 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 white cat from Aristocats. That was all my sister wanted. Both of those things. All one hundred and one Dalmatians and the white cat from Aristocats. What I wanted was I wanted Stitch. I wanted. And this was before Marvel, so there was none of that. It was pure Disney. I wanted Oliver and Companies. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's about it. I just found out Hercules is actually Heracles, and I can't wait 
until I run into a motherfucker that says Heracles because I'm be like, listen, listen, we've all said Hercules. You just found out it's pronounced Heracles. Shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck up. Just say Hercules like everybody else has been in America for the past 200 goddamn years. Or is it one of those tomato, tomato type of things? I don't know. I'm just glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. And with that, I guess I'm going to leave, man. I've recorded for quite some time. It was it was fun. It was fun. I'm getting back into the groove of things. I got I sunk in a little deep. I got in a little bit of uh, ranting. And it felt good. It felt good. So uh, I bid you adieu to you and you and you.